really sumptuous, lush, big budget kind of feeling film, um, which is a lot of fun to watch. You know, the the best kind of Italian film. Super fun, super stylish, makes you cry. Welcome to Italy Inside Out. I'm your host, Andrea Aldrich. It's that time of the year again when the Seattle International Film Festival presents cinema, Italian style. This year, the films will be available virtually, so you can watch the best new Italian films right in your home. The week-long festival, December 10th through the 17th, features pre-recorded question-and-answer sessions, new works from festival favorites, and debut works from newer filmmakers. For this episode of Italy Inside Out, I'm joined by one of the hard-working members of the SIF organization to tell us more about the festival, its history, and some of the films in this year's lineup. I am so pleased to have with me today Beth Barrett, who is the Artistic Director for the Cinema Italian Style and SIF in general. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Glad to see you. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fine. I'm really interested in hearing a little bit of the history about how SIF began and then how the Italian festival part of it began. Yeah, those are those are really interesting stories. So SIF began in 1976 when two film lovers from Vancouver, Canada, Dan Ireland and Daryl McDonald, came down to Seattle and realized that for a city that loved film as much as we did at that time, and and in the 70s, there were a lot of art house cinemas um, that don't exist anymore, um, and was a real film-loving city, that it was hard to believe that we didn't have a film festival. So they formed one, and the first year was in 1976, and we screened 18 films at The Moor Egyptian, which just became The Moor on 2nd Avenue. And they literally moved into the building to do some renovation and put up the screens. And there was launched the Seattle International Film Festival. And now 47 years later, we are based in uh, Queen Anne with the Uptown, um, Sifsina Uptown, which is our flagship theater. We also have the Egyptian up on Capitol Hill and the Film Center on the Seattle Center campus. Um, within Within those years, a lot has happened. We li- we were centered up at the Egyptian. We ran the Egyptian as a as a cinema, as a year-round cinema, uh, for a number of years in the 1980s. We have been in South Lake Union. We've grown to, you know, screen 450 films from that original 18, and then down to a little bit more. And then, of course, in 2021, we will be embarking on a virtual film festival, which is yet another brand new adventure for us. I bet. Well, I'm wondering, though, if it would be something that you have thought about um, cobbling together with the regular festival, because more people can see the films then. is I know that I'm one person that doesn't, you know, I live on Vashon Island, and it's kind of a hassle, even without a pandemic, to come into town, get parking and see the films. But now I can sit here and watch them on my screen, so... Well, that is that is something that we're really finding as, you know, there aren't a lot of silver linings to a pandemic, but this might be one of them. 
is that the accessibility for people who really enjoy art house films and international films um, has been highly increased. And, you know, as a, you know, we, we, we do the Seattle International Film Festival in the spring, which is a big international festival. And we do cinema Italian style in, in the fall. And then we run cinema screens, just regular theatrical exhibition the rest of the year. So every day, all year round, we're doing something. And so one of the things that we've really been looking at with this new paradigm shift in the world is how do we keep this sort of pandemic access, this virtual access, once we're back in person, because we've recognized that there are a lot of barriers to access. You know, you, you live on Bashan or traffic is terrible or you're, you know, even if you're within walking distance of your cinema, you're recovering from a health issue or there's so many reasons that people might not be able to physically make it into the cinema, but still want to have that SIP experience. And so, you know, as, as we look at all the different things that we can do, one of the things that we're really looking at for 2021 and beyond is how do we, how do we, um, you know, create that space, that accessibility space so that the great films that we're bringing can be seen and experienced by more people. And when you talk about these theaters, do you, does SIF actually own these places? We own the Uptown. Um, we're the we're the landlord on the Uptown, and we work really closely with the city and the uh, Seattle Community College. Uh, for the Egyptian um, is is managed by the community college and the city. And then um, since we're on the Seattle Center campus uh, for the film center, that's managed by, um, by the Seattle Center and the city of Seattle. But we have great relationships with them because what we're doing, you know, in all of our venues, but especially with those two, is that we're activating these spaces um, for community film and art and readings and, and you know, gatherings around um, arts and culture. That's interesting. And then when did SIF get involved in bringing in Italian films for cinema Italian style? Well, that was uh, about 12 years ago, actually. This is, this is going to be our, our 12th edition, um, which is really exciting. Uh, Mike James and Donna James from the Seattle Persia Sister City Association and Claudia Mazzola, who is from the University of uh, Washington French and Italian Studies Department, came to us about 12 years ago and said, we would like to have an Italian film festival. How can we make that happen? And so from the very beginning, this particular festival, Cinema Italian Style, has been driven and supported by an incredible community effort. Um, and so that those first couple of years, we worked with uh, a group out of, um, out of Italy called New Italian Cinema Events and brought really first first and second time directors and, and Italian films. And then about 10 years ago, we branched off and, and started working with uh, Luce Cinecita uh, over in Rome and really being able to broaden out and present, you know, not just debut filmmakers, although we, we're always on the look for, you know, new Italian talent, but also those, you know, established masters as well. Um, and so for the last 
12 years, we've been presenting uh, somewhere between 10 and 17 titles uh, that are fresh from Italian film festivals that represent a really broad look at new work that's happening um, in Italy today. And traditionally, we've been able to bring over a number of the filmmakers and creators. Um, obviously, this is this is not the year that anyone is getting in a plane um, and coming to a new city, but, um, but we've been able to pre-record a number of, of Q&As so that people can still hear from those creators and, and have that kind of, have that kind of depth of, of, uh, depth of knowledge about the, about the films. I, I was looking, um, you have a, a something that's in addition to the festival, uh, a virtual class with bread, love and cinema. I'm looking forward to that. Is that, yeah. that and, it, and that's with some of the filmmakers involved or, or somebody else? No, so that is a class that we're working with uh, Dr. Ionota, uh, who is the head of the San Diego Italian Film Festival. And he's, uh, he's an academic, um, so that's the class format. But he also does these kinds of talks that are, they have film as part of it, but it's more about the culture. How is the Italian culture represented in film? And how it changes um, and so over the really, years. Yeah. And how it changes over the years and how, you know, with, with different representations, um, you know, culture has changed or those represents, they change the culture. And they say, oh, we can't do that. Well, we're going to look at that. And, and like like any culture, how, you know, how do you how do you represent what's happening politically, socially, culturally, economically in film? And then of course with Italians, it's like, well, obviously it's with food. And so how do, how do you use the, um, you know, how do you use the vehicle of food representation? Because food is so central to Italian culture. It's like right there at the heart of it. And so, you know, how do those scenes, what do they really say more than just that is an amazing plate? Of food. <laughs> it obviously says so much more. Um, so we're really happy to be able to work with him and, and really, and kick off that, that week with, um, with that December 8th yeah. um, class. It sounds really fascinating. I can't wait to, to be involved in it. Um, yeah. how, so how many films, how many of the Italian films are there this year? So we have nine that we've announced and we're still working on that final 10th one. Um, we got a little, had a little, had a little hiccup. Um, and we've also, for pass holders, we also have four short films that are fresh from the Rome and Venice Film Festivals. Oh, neat. Um, which will be accessed uh, by pass holders uh, through, the, through our watch portal. That's great. And are they all in Italian language with subtitles? They are. At all of the ones that we've announced are, are in Italian with, with English subtitles. Mm, great. And yeah. so what goes into choosing these films? I mean, is there a, a committee and then, you know, how does that work? Yeah, there's, so uh, we work with a programmer out of Torino, um, uh, Turin, uh, Angelo Acerbi, who also works with us on the big festival in May, um, to sort of look at that broad, broad spectrum of, you know, we want to be sure that, that, you know, different parts of Italy are represented and different dialects are represented and different genres are represented. You know, we want a romance, we want a comedy, we want, you know, some serious drama, we want, you know, all the different kinds of, of things that are happening. Um, and so Angelo and I talk and, you know, usually we've both seen a lot of Italian films, 
through the course of the year. Um, Claudia Mazzola, as the film uh, studies professor, um, you know, weighs in on some of the things that he's excited about. Some of the other community members, um, you know, we've gotten to know each other very well over the years. So they'll just email and say, hey, have you seen this film? Um, because we know that if, if the community is interested in seeing it, the excitement around it will be much higher. Um, and one of those, one of those things is, you know, if you're if you're Italian and you're living in Seattle, but your family is is talking about a film that they saw and it it was opened in the theaters and you know they're like, oh my god, it was so amazing that that experience they know already is something that they're going to want. And so we really we do spend some time talking to to you know those those groups and those people that have stood have stood with us for those for these last 12 years um, and you know what are what are they hearing from their families and it might be it might not be something that we even thought about because you know maybe it was a just a straight up commercial release and we're looking at more of the you know festival art house titles and they're like actually no <laughs> we really want to see this one um, so with all of those inputs we start, you know, asking for permissions to screen the films. Are there any that are, that you are forbidden to to show that people that for some reason the producers don't want to be distributed in the way you do? Or of course, mm, okay. <laughs> of course, yeah. So some of the distributors are looking for. Um, you know, they're looking for a little bit higher profile or they're looking, they haven't maybe premiered in the United States yet. Um, and so, you know, this particular film series is not, not within their plan um, or they're looking to do, you know, a theatrical run later next spring or next summer. And it's just December's just too early mm. or they don't want it online or they don't, there's all kinds of different things that we have to um that we have to negotiate, but we've been really lucky because we have such great relationships with so many distributors that we've been able to sort of explain the situation where we are. And of course, everyone in the world is in the same situation of still wanting to provide these amazing films and still wanting to, you know, set down these experiences well, understanding that we can't go into cinemas. And so, you know, those distributors also want their films seen by people and to get the word out. Um, so, um, so we're really lucky in our longstanding relationships. Um, and, and also, you know, we, we understand that there's just, sometimes it just can't happen. Uh, of the films that are in the festival this year, um, I have two, I have one question. The first question is, can uh, a viewer who's bought tickets or the pass or whatever they decide to do, mm -hmm. can any of these films be watched at any time between the 10th and the 17th? Yeah. So if you have a specific ticket for a specific film, you can watch it any time between the 10th and the 17th. You just, once you start watching it, you have to finish it within 48 hours. So if you have a ticket for that, it's a very specific window. But but you can buy the ticket on Wednesday, watch the film the following Tuesday. Um, just once you start watching, you have to complete it. Oh, I see. If you have a cinema pass, if you have a cinema Italian style pass, we have a watch portal and you'll be able to see any of the films within those seven days um, at any time you want. As long as you live in Washington or California, for two of our titles, um, we were only able to get access 
for Washington State and California. Hmm. Um, so if you are, sadly, if you're out of those regions, um, you may not be able to have access to that film. But the majority of our films, um, you just need to be in the United States. And that's interesting because with this virtual festival, anyone in the United States basically can watch most or all the films. So that yes. is a, a bigger audience than you normally have, would it not be? It is. It is. It's, it has the potential to be a much bigger audience. And so it's, we're very curious how, you know, how that looks. And, and if we, because we know that, you know, a lot of people that may support SIF and, and cinema Italian style, they may not be currently living in Seattle. A lot of people decamped to another area um, so they could be closer to their family or because they have a vacation home somewhere. Um, so a lot of a lot of people that would traditionally be in the cinema are just not in Seattle currently. So it's it's very interesting, and and we don't know what it's going to look like. It's a it's a brand new adventure for everyone. <laughs> yeah, like like many industries in in this world are going to be different for just sure. Like, yep, yeah. we think it's going to go this way. We would like it to go this way. We'll see what happens. <laughs> That's all you can do. Well, of That's the film of the films that you've seen so far um, yeah. in this list, uh, do you have any that um, you particularly are fond of or would recommend? Yeah. yeah, I'm really excited about a handful of films. I'm excited about all of them because I I, I think that it's going to be an amazing amazing lineup for people to to um, you know to really experience. Um, Fairzan Ospitek's new film, Goddess of Fortune. Um, Fairzan Ospitek is a is a giant festival favorite both for SIF and for cinema Italian style, um, and this is the you know the big budget comedy romance drama um, with Eduardo Leo and Stefano Corsi as a long term couple and their best friend uh, played by Jasmine Trinka and her children and so it's this multi generational really sumptuous lush, big budget kind of feeling film, um, which is a lot of fun to watch and also a tearjerker, <laughs> you know, the, the best kind of Italian film, super fun, super stylish, makes you cry. Very dramatic. Yes. <laughs> Very dramatic. Um, so we're really excited to be, to be including um, Goddess of Fortune. Um, another festival favorite, Francesco Bruni, um, who has opened the festival a couple of different times, uh, with Noi Four and then also Shala. Um, he's back with his brand new film, Everything's Gonna Be All Right, uh, which, Cosa Sara, um, which is straight, it was the closing night film at the Rome Film Festival. Um, and Francesco has been here in Seattle a number of times. Um, and so it's really amazing to be able to, um, to bring his brand new work here. And this is, this is one, it's, uh, Kim Rossi Stewart stars as a um, as a fictionalized version of Francesco, who um, who did in in fact have a health scare and initiated through all of it with his family, and and so he has this fictionalized version of it, which again is very funny. It makes you cry. It makes you, you know. It makes you you know. It makes you all the feels and you know how you negotiate. Um, a really serious health scare with your family and, you know, who steps up and who doesn't and how do you, like, it's, it's a very, it's a very personal, heartfelt, um, heartfelt film. What was uh, the name of that one again? It's called Everything's Gonna Be All Right. Oh, okay. uh, the Italian title is Cosa Sara. Um, and then 
we have a couple of, of debut films, actually first time filmmakers, um, which is always really exciting. One of them is called The Champion, and this is from Leonardo de Gastino, uh, who is the David Di Donatello nominated for Best New Director um, for The Champion, um, which is centered in a um, uh, uh, Roma, uh, the soccer for FC Roma. Mm-hmm. He's a brash player for FC Roma, who of course gets in trouble um, as young football players are want to do. And so as part of his, um, as, as part of his, um, not punishment, but, you know, renovation of, of in, to get back into, onto the team and into good graces, he has to finish high school. And so they hire a very mild mannered tutor to, um, to get him through that. And so it's a, you know, you know, a young man coming of age and recognizing that things, things that he thought maybe were really important might not be as important as he thought. And also, you know, someone maybe a little more jaded in middle age, kind of coming to terms with the brashness of youth. Um, uh, plus, it's got amazing, amazing soccer scenes, <laughs> uh, which is always fun to watch. Um, and then Giuseppe Benito uh, with his brand new film. Uh, he's a first time filmmaker. This is his first feature film um, called Kids. Uh, Italian title of Fili. Um, and it is Valerio Mastandrea stars. Uh, and um, it's a couple who have one child and everything's great. Their life is perfect. Everything is amazing. They have this little trio and then they have a second child. Things don't go quite as easily. And then things kind of start falling apart around them. But yet again, it's a comedy. <laughs> and so it's, you know, one of those warm hearted comedies about, you know, how do you deal with your family in this very, when things aren't perfect. Uh, they all, um, all those sound really interesting. I can't wait to watch them. And I really appreciate your synopsis. That really, you know, helps, <laughs> helps kind of let us know, you know, what it's about, what they're about. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you f- want to um, say to my audience about the festival or the films or um, SIF? No, I would, yeah, I would just love to um, to thank all of the sponsors and the community partners um, that have supported the festival and were really crucial in us being able to do it this year because, you know, as you know, it's it takes a lot to sort of pivot to something new and to and for us it was a giant lift and so especially our our local our local partners uh Corso Italiano the Seattle Prussia Sister City Association Dante Alighieri Society Tutabella um for the you know pizzas which is amazing um do they deliver on Vashon I don't know that they do (laughs) I'm so sorry (laughs) um you know the uh the uh, University of Washington Department of French and Italian Studies, uh, Ingenix, who runs our website, who stepped up and really, really helped us transform um, to a new level, um, KNKX. Um, and then, of course, the, the national partner, international partners and cultural institutions of Fluce Cinecitta, the Italian Cultural Institutes in Los Angeles and uh, San Francisco. And then Diego Pian, uh, Piacentini, sorry, um, who helped us on a personal level. And it, it is, it was the thing that I love most about the festival in person is that suddenly the lobby of the uptown 
is as fashionable as Milan. And it's just, you go in and, and there's, um, you know, people and they're greeting each other and suddenly everyone is, it's all just Italian. And that great feeling of the community coming together and being so interested in making sure that this happens for a community gathering reason. Um, we've tried to really continue that and and we really honestly could not have done it without all of the sponsors. A lot of planning, I'm sure, had to go into this and kind of uh, in a rush because you probably, you know, you never you never yeah. knew for a while what was going to, how we were exactly. going to be. We still really had some hopes that we might be able, you know, this summer we're like, okay, by November we could maybe, we could be in, this, in the cinemas and maybe it'll be less people, but, and then we're like, no, it's just, it's just not going to happen. And so, you know, trying to figure out how to still bring these amazing Italian films um, to, to the people that, um, you know, that really are interested in them. And this year, especially when we can't visit Italy, those of us who are used to being there, and that's why I started this podcast and, and yeah. this um, festival of Italian films virtual is another way yeah. to, to connect and have Italy come into your homes. I'm really exactly. excited about it. Well, exactly. I'm going to put the information and the link to um, the information online and tickets and everything in my show great. notes. Oh, and, great. And it's really been a pleasure having you, Beth, and to hear yeah. something about the films and the festival. So thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. And, and um, maybe we'll talk again. Maybe next year we'll do it again. I want to urge everyone to take advantage of these great films being presented by the Seattle International Film Festival. You can find them online and then look for SIF and Cinema Italian Style. Or you can follow the links in the show notes for this episode. Well, that's it for this episode of Italy Inside Out. This podcast is sponsored by Travel in Italia, leading small group tours on the mainland and islands of Italy. You can find more information at www.travelinitalia.com. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe to this podcast. And until next time, arrivederci.